Hello, everybody. Ozzy here uh, from Ozzy Tells All. Now, last night, Ben Cromer and I had a talk about murder and criminal injustice. So last night, Ben is back from his long hiatus from the podcast, and he had three cases of criminal injustice. He talked about Cynthia Hendy, who was the girlfriend of the toy box killer, who many believe um, helped in killing, but was an but was an accomplice um, in court. Um, she had a very light sentence um, in and is uh, out on parole. Um, also, he talked about uh, this cop, Philip Brailsworth, who was a cop in New Mexico who shot and shoe shot um, this guy on the ground who was unarmed five times on a body cam and basically was acquitted even though it was pretty obvious that it was definitely murder and he went over the line and there's another twist at the end of the of of the story that is definitely worth worth looking out for um and also he talked about um the case the famous case of jeffrey epstein uh that was really really uh interesting to talk about that one um huge story and then I myself Ozzy um, I brought up two world serial serial killers Uh, one was the monster of Florence who terrorized Florence Italy for 30 years Um, gruesome stuff in there just FYI and then the most prolific serial killer in the world in world history Luis Gravito La Bista, the beast who killed over 147 confirmed boys in South America, in Colombia, in Ecuador. Um, so here is our conversation. Hello, welcome to episode 214. Of I told you I'm back Ben on the podcast tonight talking about some uh, murder tonight. That's right. That's right. Welcome back on the podcast. It's been a, a quick minute, but good to have you back on. Oh, thank you. Good to be Welcome. back on. Absolutely. Um, first of all, um, tell us. Uh, people who haven't heard you before. Your your background on on true crime, just real quick. Uh, my background, I've. Uh read a few books, seen a few movies. Uh, that's, that's pretty much it. And some podcasts here and there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That absolute, too. absolute documentaries and all that good stuff. Um, all right. Now what, what, uh, murders do you have on for tonight? Uh, well, let's see there. Well, it's a little bit different. These aren't, murders exactly well the they're murder related it's yeah. uh the the three biggest travesties of justice in recent memory for me my my three biggest 
the worst for me the the ones that just broke me right actually la- these were from last year actually uh it's it's been a while since we've done yeah. a podcast right from 2019 yes yeah, okay let's go with your first one and then we'll go from there after that for you Okay, let's see. Well, there weren't any in, in any particular order, so let's, let's do uh, uh, first one. I'll say uh, Cindy Hindi was released on uh, initially I thought parole, but actually not on parole. She was just flat out released. Oh, okay. And we never talked about David Parker Ray on your podcast, did we? We did not. No. You know know anything about him? Not a thing. No. Well, there's just, there's no time, but, uh, (laughs) so, well, in summary, he's on everyone who makes a top 10 worst serial killer slash sexual sadist rapist Mm. list, top 10 list. He's on everyone's top, top 10 list or for, for worst. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So Cindy Hindi was his uh, girlfriend partner uh, at the time for for the last few years of his life, and yeah, she got she was sentenced to I think thirty six years, which yeah. is not a lot, a lot, not a lot. right? Yeah, and she was released after uh, what was it, sixteen or eighteen? However, however many, it's just insane. I don't understand it. I've been, I did a few very childish Google searches, like <laughs> just saying, why was Cindy Hindi let out of jail? That kind of right. thing, pleading right. to the hands. And uh, of course, there were no answers. Right. Just bad, just a bad service. See, yeah. I don't, it's like if it was overcrowding, I would say let anyone out before her. Right. It's, yeah, and I, I just I don't understand at all. It's like she could never live enough years to in jail to be punished half enough for the stuff she was involved in. And it's kind of an appropriate end for the case since basically no one was really adequate. Well, there wouldn't be any adequate punishment, but uh, no one was really he the David Parker Ray croaked from a heart attack like right mm. before, uh, after he was sentenced but before he was uh put into the general population and uh oh. somehow he made a deal with the police to help his to get his uh, daughter off with like a, a two-year sentence or something some some similar joke sentence oh wow like, even more so than cindy hindy got so she, so, she got out almost immediately so his daughter and his girlfriend we're all we're all in the murders as well yeah. with him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mostly his girlfriend was a participant. His daughter helped him uh, acquire, acquire victims. Gotcha. Sorry, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't. Right. I was initially going to ask, or when I thought she got paroled, I had a bunch of stuff to bitch at about uh, <laughs> my questions about how parole boards work and oh my why God. they work so badly. Right. But, but never mind that. Yeah. So, yeah, I read her letter to a judge asking for 
to to be let out and it was pretty much like i expected she's uh what do you think of that name by the way cindy hendy it's a interesting name um oh no it's it's, 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 it's the weird. white trash it's the white trashiest yeah. name white imagine. Tra- yeah truck yeah, park yeah and sh- she looks like it and well, I, her I, letter, I saw the picture yeah yeah the letter she wrote to the judge is basically just uh seems like a child wrote it which is pretty much <laughs> what i expected right right <sighs> so let's see i guess only good thing about Cindy Hindi is she's probably the only reason David Parker Ray ever got caught. <laughs> really? Was she that dumb? She was dumb enough to have someone in her house that uh, she and he had been raping and torturing for a few days, and oh, they're and they're smart. chained to a wall, and she left the left the keys uh, within arm's reach of this person. So yeah, oh, that's pretty my dumb. God. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. which is the only good part of that story. I mean, good in right. the sense it's actually it's actually pretty exciting, and uh, it's like a scene from a movie and shit. Yeah, escape scene, and I guess she she made that possible. So, well, I hey. mean, it, it's like dumbest criminals ever because Ted Bundy um, wouldn't get caught. Co- Got caught if he didn't like have a bad like a tail light out or whatever like he was just a dumb criminal after he escaped from prison the first time he had the same issue he had just a tra- traffic light a traffic issue I, was like, it's, it's, I think that's how he got got both times wasn't both it times yeah both over. times he got it yeah it's ridiculous it's like wow how dumb well the tail light thing you know it's, who checks their tail light every single time True. That's I'm I'm just saying though, it's like a, it's a dumb it's dumb hat dumb 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 way to get caught though. Plus I see he had a was he in a stolen car? He was. Well, yeah. that's not his fault then. Wasn't his car. <laughs> that's true. I'm out of track. I'm I'm just saying it's just uh, both Ted Bundy and her and Cindy kinda had the same kind of mind. I don't know, just uh Well I don't know. I- I think Ted was quite a bit smarter than Cindy. Oh, but... for yeah. Oh, Ted was brilliant, brilliant mind. Yeah, but he Absolutely. did. Yeah, he did have trouble remembering where he left his crowbar, or what was it? <laughs> what his um, name was, or I what he, he called it? What he was anyway? I forgot. Yeah, forget. Anyways, yeah. You yeah. get forget after a while, which I'm guessing was in fact the case with Cindy that this had happened so many times it's just like you know no one had escaped before so why, why worry about it but when anyway, did this happen like when did this happen like when this happened this these crimes this, happened uh, uh she got arrested in what was it, the the late 90s uh oh so it was a while ago yeah this was a while ago yeah i think well let's see this, yeah it was the late 90s or mid 90s let's see these Court case to drag out for like 18 years uh so 18 years recently so getting released from prison so yeah, she got, well it's it is a prison sentence but it's certainly not sufficient right yeah yeah anyway and nothing really would be but i mean there's there's some cases where it's just so obvious that everyone involved just lock them up and try <laughs> to forget <laughs> about them. right and, yeah. It should have been one of those. And okay, so yeah, the other gripe I had with this is uh she and David Parker Ray and the daughter, there were other people involved and oh. this uh made very 
clear from uh, survivor testimony and and also the recording that David Parker Ray uh, played for his victims. Oh, Jesus Christ. He had a whole little club going, and I... Perhaps it's in some of the books, but I, I haven't seen anything about police following up on that. They they make a big deal about trying to find bodies and failing yeah. to do that. But presumably Cindy Hindi knows those people and who they are, but, hmm. uh, you know, you, I would think a condition of her getting out would be, okay, you got to give up these other people, and that didn't happen. Wow. I mean, our, our system for justice is, justice is really flawed. I mean, it really is. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of my theme for for tonight. Yeah, but you know what the, the crappy thing is, and hmm. that's an observation that I think everyone who's done true crime podcasts has made that you know the justice system. It's all it's so fucked. It's so terrible. But right. what no one ever says is our justice system should be more like Canada, tree or some. Yeah, right or some other place like right really got any better better ideas other than really broad things like how about less racist or something like that yeah i mean it's better than like europe because like europe's like it's like one day you're either guilty or innocent so not really a fair trial i don't even the country you know i don't even know about europe i mean i know a little bit about just because i've heard so many cases uh from right. Britain, but yeah, yeah, it, it, se- it seems very it's pretty similar to ours. I know mm-hmm. in South America has got their ridiculous justice system, which I think we're probably going to hear a little about in the near future here. Oh, but, well, basically, case yeah. I don't. All right, I can't really generalize that broadly about it, but right. specifically the one case I'm thinking of is the the monster of the Andes. Uh, oh, the one I did. The, the, the one I did. Yeah. Well, yeah, then, that's yeah. the right. Uh, did you do that one? I thought I did, I did. that one. I, I did, yeah. I did okay. that one. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah, that one will never leave my mind. The fact that he, he <laughs> also he also walked. And I think, what, yeah. did you do, what, 20 years? 20 years, yeah, for like all like, those murders. Ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah, I would, I would say Cindy Hindi getting out is almost as absurd as oh no doubt about that no doubt about it and she's not even super old she's only 60 68 i mean okay okay she's she's old but she's still got a amount of life left she doesn't have cancer or anything as far as i've read right uh i'm curious uh what state is this out of that's this happened in Oh uh, yeah, yeah, New Mexico. Oh, New Mexico. Okay. A lot of these articles they keep they're so they're so provincial. They're like it was one of the worst cases in New Mexico history. It's like New Mexico history? How about fucking Earth history? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I I hear you on that one. Uh all right. I I can't think of anything else to say about her. I hate her. Right. <laughs> I I haven't read a about her at all but i think i'll watch some documentaries there's a docs on this other guy david parker ray you said i'll check him at him out as well on documentaries oh, yeah. there's, there's some out there there's a few there's definitely a couple out there sounds like a, he's a sick fuck i mean like oh yeah, yeah. He, he's kind of 
I would say the best way to describe him is he is to sex what Dr. Mengele is to medicine. Mm, I don't know who, who that is, but um, oh, Dr. Mengele, you said? Dr. Mengele. I'm not sure who that is. Andrew's no. him, too. Oh, okay. Well, you should, you should Google him. I, I will. I will. Um, so if you do one more, and then I'll do mine, because I have a long one. So let's go ahead and do, do one more, and then I'll do one, then you do one, and then I'll end on mine after that. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's go with the cop one next, I think, because it's probably a good place to go. All right. Uh, I put up the all right. Most of my source here was from an article in Caveman Circus. But <laughs> just pulling up the wiki here for the timeline. Okay. Um. So on. Teen twenty sixteen. Uh, Philip Brailsford, Officer Philip Brailsford, age only 26. He looks even freaking younger in the the article. He looks like he's in high school. Yeah, he does. And some other police were uh, called by someone, some concerned person to a La Quinta Inn (laughs) in Mesa, Arizona. Yeah, I know La Quinta. Yeah, classic. Uh, Police were responding to a report that a rifle had been brandished at the window of Shaver's. What? That's not even right. Please. Hmm. All right. What that's supposed to say, Wikipedia, is that uh, I, I think if someone had been pointing the rifle out of a window uh, of their hotel room. Anyway, so. Yeah. All right. Well, this is what I, I wanted to. I wanted you to get your live reaction watching the watching the video for the first time but uh maybe perhaps you can recollect since it oh, was just I, recently. I, yeah i mean the video basically has this 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 cop with a body cam on him um yeah. with a rifle pointed at this this guy on the ground oh wait just pause right there so and, okay i'll pause it right there okay um yeah so body cams this i, I remember body cams are a relatively recent thing i remember yeah. When when they uh, first started being a thing, I I just thought, wow, that's what a great great idea, a great thing to have. I mean, it'd be pretty expensive to implement, but that'd yep. be something to be totally worth it because yeah, it'd be good for the cops because you know then they've got this witness. Well, it would be good for the cops and the potential victims of the cops because they're right. just scared of everything, and that's. Yep. You know, because I I have trust issues. I have trouble taking people's word for things. So it'd be mm-hmm. great yeah. to just have this video like, good. Yeah. There, it's yeah. settled. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought. And then, but then we got what happens here. All right. So what happens next in the video? Well, so you see this guy um, on the ground, um, and then oh. you hear what's that in the hallway of this La Quinta? In the hallway, in the ballroom, whatever, in the hallway. The room, yeah, in the hallway, the La Quinta Inn mm-hmm. suites and all that, uh, and the cops yelling at him to say, "Get on the ground, get on, get on your stomach, lay down, put your hands behind your back, um, on your no, on your head, you know, lock your hands, blah blah blah, put your yeah. cross, 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 cross your legs, or I'll shoot you." Yeah, and, okay, and that's all pretty yeah. standard, pretty standard cop stuff. Yeah. But, uh, first off, what, what struck you that you could? Uh, well, did anything strike you about the guy on the the guy that the cops are yelling at about his uh, demeanor or state of mind? 
Um, well, it's pretty calm. At, it was pretty calm at first. I mean, and like he, he, it was, he would you call that a natural calm or calm that's yeah. been aided by something? Um, you know, I don't really know. I know he was pretty calm, pretty chill. So. I could almost smell the alcohol just from oh. the video I was watching. Oh, maybe some alcohol on it. Okay, like some booze in the system. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just think also I think the cop was being like kind of ass, like how how he was saying this saying this um stuff to this guy. Yeah. It, then this girl too. I heard heard the girl's voice for a while too. I heard her her voice. He too. definitely was though. That's kind of just how cops talk just so they can try to keep control of the situation and be uh they gotta be loud because they have to be not pleasant i, I don't really like think, when it's aimed at me but uh i, I, I can understand. Over, I, think, I think this crossed the line a little bit on this oh yeah oh yeah i he definitely does that but all right so he tells him to like get on the ground and put his hands on his head yeah. and cross his legs and then i could have watched the video again i just i really didn't want to so right. maybe you can tell me if i'm recollecting this okay correctly yeah. or maybe it's gotten gotten fuzzy in my head but i thought the cops commands get weird after that um yeah um you know i don't i i you know i can't really, can't really like what he said but um, he said, basically, if you don't move, if you, if you move, I will shoot you. Mm-hmm. And and he said, like he said, to get get on your knees, put your hands behind your back or on your head, crawl on your knees. If you move one inch, I'm gonna shoot you. And then he started talking to the girl. Yeah, too. what the fuck is that? I was like, that's when I was like, that's when I was like, um, what the fuck is happening here? Yeah. And, and sorry, cut you off. And then talk to the girl. Said had the girl crawl on her knees too, so closer to him too. So I don't know. It was kind of weird. Yeah. I don't even remember the girl being in the video, but yeah, that she's mentioned in the article here, and uh, yeah, not a great night for her. But no. So yeah, the whole yeah, get on your knees and crawl towards me. Like, what the fuck does that mean? <sighs> that's not. That's not a thing you can do. No, it says you, with your head with your this. head on the ground, and your yeah. and until did he say he said put him the hands behind his back or well, on his head? What what he said was get on get on your knees, keep your legs crossed, and he said if you fall down, make sure it's with your head and not 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 your not your not your arms or else you're going to get shot. Yeah. So I don't. It was it was bizarre. And but I think by that point in the video, this guy is like crying. Oh yeah, he's he's in hysterics now. He's like, he's like, yes sir. No, he, yeah. he was. He's like, okay sir, okay sir, I hear you. Okay, not, not this all goes down hours. inside of a minute, I think. Yeah, pretty much. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, well, I can't remember if the guy's hands were on his head or behind his back, but yeah, basically yeah. the end comes when uh, he the guy kind of reaches back because mm-hmm. he's trying to basically wriggle across the ground like yep. uh like doing the worm yep as that, that, that old timey dance move right and so he uh does what i'm guessing was completely unconsciously uh kind of reaches for the back of his shorts basically so his shorts don't come off and his cock isn't out right and that's when the uh, brailsford plugs him i guess five times yep and then the video goes to 
blur he blurs out they blur out they blur out the video of him being shot basically really well yeah i don't think i see i don't think the one i saw was blurred but it's the the bullets don't don't exit it's actually it's not bloody at all well the one the one that i when they showed me there i put the video on the article you sent me and then i hit play on the video once mm. once shots are fired that's when they they, they blurred that they blocked out the guy it just showed the fuck the shots fired and that was it Really? Okay. Well, yeah. oh, yeah. well, that video is lame then. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure. Well, anyone who wants to see it, I'm sure that they can find the unedited one out there since it was released by a judge, and okay. I don't, I don't even know why the judge released it because. Oh yeah, another thing that struck me on the video. Yeah, the video I saw went further. It's like oh, okay. after after Brailsford shoots the guy, yeah. he like he like pauses for not even a second. He just moves forward and like wants to clear the, clear the hotel room or something. He's in, yeah. he's in goddamn call of duty mode. Jesus Christ. Wow. I'm pretty sure he's even got his, his customized assault rifle. I think it said you're fucked on it. Whoa. Okay. Which, well, <laughs> your woe is kind of, well, it's appropriate because apparently that's what got him jammed up at the department. And that was like the official reason for firing him temporarily yeah yeah and then right yeah go ahead i'm not sure if you were to say that how was so yeah he's in his little call of duty fantasy and that other guy is dead uh he had a a wife and two kids Uh, the wife sued for wrongful death and i believe nothing happened there really oh wow yeah and all well that's in in addition to the cop was uh, was fired or put on leave or something. So he was on trial for murder, second degree. Yeah. And this is where I thought the camera footage would have really come in handy because you can imagine in a case like this without the camera footage, it's just kind of the cops, yeah, cops' Origins. word versus any any witnesses' words, and it kind of always goes the same way. Yep. cops like uh, yeah i felt threatened and yep. so i shot him and and that's that but this time they had the camera footage and it did not make any difference at all wow he got so, so the, and everything so the jury saw the video in court and they said that he wasn't guilty apparently apparently that's some, that's some bull and, oh my yeah, god wow it's, wow you can you can see the the argument he's making is like well he clearly kind of reached for his his shorts it's like no that shouldn't that should on the ground what's he on the ground he's on his stomach i mean what's he gonna do yeah i mean i you you can understand the the reasoning kind of but right it's 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 still ridiculous with everything everything going on and it's just like no you clearly just murdered that guy and you never should have had a gun exactly I mean, I guess that guy. So, what he the initial call was about to the police was he he did have a like a pellet gun or something, and he was oh, uh, I don't know maybe point apparently pointing it out a window. Uh, so just being a drunken dumbass. Wow, over so, a pellet gun. Yeah, but he definitely did not have the pellet gun with him, and yeah. certainly not in the back of his pants when he, the cops were screaming at him. And right. yeah, I think the thing that struck me the most was just basically that they were it seemed to me that they were mentally torturing this guy yeah Uh, once he was down on the ground what's what the hell was preventing you them from like okay slap some cuffs on him 
throw him in a car, yeah, do whatever other than shooting him five times. But they were just, it just seemed like they were screwing around and just like kind of having fun with him. Like, uh, here's this drunk yeah, guy we can I, work with. Yeah, that was a pretty bad um, police work right there. It was just, um, yeah, it was sadistic. It was bad. It was like bringing on like criminal. It was criminal. Um, yeah, but... I thought so. So, and there's where, so I, now I've completely lost faith in police cams. It's like, yeah. well, it seemed like a good idea, but I guess. And juries, actually, too. Oh, no, that was, I never had that. <laughs> but the thing is with this case is that I read that, so he was either fired or whatever on leave, but then he was temporarily hired back on to get his pension. That made me sick. I was like, what? The yeah, fuck? yeah, that was the gist of the, the caveman circus article. That's the, that was what prompted it. Uh, so, you know, before, I'll, I'll say, I'm not the kind of person that spends any amount of time bitching about like CEO salaries or how yeah. many millions of dollars movie stars or athletes make or, right. you know, all these, you know, I just, I don't worry about stuff like that. It's not my business. I don't, I don't really care, but this one got me. This oh, one, sure. I'm, I just, I can't stand it. This is how goddamn communists are made. Yeah. This is dirty. Yeah. Dirty because I'm going to, yeah. yeah, I'm going to drag myself out of bed five days out of the week to go to work to do some crappy job for 40 yeah. hours and still make slightly less or maybe, yeah, less than what this guy is going to make for his goddamn pension, his cop yeah. pension for Pete for post-traumatic stress. Apparently, he was very stressed out by sure having was. to pull a trigger five times and shoot this guy. Or yeah. uh, maybe it was semi-auto. Maybe he only had to pull it twice. But, yeah, uh, yeah that was too much for him. He, he The stress of much. that. He, he was stressed. He yeah. Was okay. And apparently, so, he, yeah, he was dismissed from the force, but they hired him back for some, <laughs> like, a few months, like, not active duty, but just so he can get his pension and his insane pension is 2,500 a month or how much was it? It's so freaking much. I can't believe it. And that's for the rest of his goddamn life. No, oh my, $2,569 and 21 cents. Very specific for the rest of his life. Per week. No, no, per month. Oh, per month. Oh, sorry, per month. Wow. Which is more than I will probably ever have. And yeah. for not doing anything, well, he doesn't have to do anything at all that whole time. It's just I'm just, ooh, yeah. I can't, I can't handle it. So he's 26 years old and he's retired basically off the force. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, yeah. Life. He did this real early. He is set for life. That is some fucked up shit, man. I mean, it really is. Yeah, and he's he's like, what is he? Maybe like 30 now. So yeah, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. nothing stopping him. I'm pretty sure his post-traumatic stress will not prevent him from seeking another career now. I'm uh, sure he's not horrible anywhere. I I imagine he probably will be. You think? Oh, I think he will be hired. Somewhere. I yeah. I oh sure, they might Google his name and find out he's a former police, and that yeah, maybe. Yeah, he'll be able to. I mean, yeah, a lot of places won't hire him, but yeah. plenty of places will. For and sure. and the, yeah. yeah, point is, he doesn't need anyone to hire him. Exactly, that's true. He can live off, not do death for his life. He's set for life, basically. 
Yeah. Um, the just, city has agreed to give him a neutral recommendation for future employment references. A neutral recommendation. Oh like, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, he might shoot people. He might not. Uh, you know. Okay. okay. Wow, it's that is crazy. Um. All right. Well, we'll move on to one of mine. I'll give you the choice to listen to first. Um, do you want to listen to uh, Florence or uh, the Beast, La Bista um, from South America? Uh, I'm thinking Florence. I'm glad you're bringing the, uh, all the, this, this foreign flavor to it. Yes. Um, since all mine is, mine is strictly about the disintegration of the American justice system yeah, all very yeah. close to home. Yes, um, th- these these might actually be on the same. Well, this the one from Florence might be um, on the same wavelength as your as yours, but uh, we will see um, this little bit here. So let me pull it up here on my phone. All right, so Monster of Florence. Um, so as you know, Florence, Italy, is known as for being one of the most romantic um, cities in the world. But um, well, this time this time frame it was not that uh so the first kill was in 1968 that's going, going pretty far back mm-hmm. but but uh the the doc started the doc started on 81 so he's been going, going out for quite a long time here uh yeah so uh so on june 6th 81 a young couple in the country's countryside um in in florence italy um in a car um, was isolated after going to a club that night. Um, the next day, the cops find two bodies with um, the woman had 97 knife wounds to her to her uh, abdomen and her vagina area uh, and gunshot wow. wounds um, to the man and the woman. Um, also, the killer cut out the hair off the vagina as well that is okay i mean that that's wow uh, that that's tame for to what it's going to escalate to <laughs> i mean that's tame what he's going to do but just think about just what are your thoughts though 97 97 knife wounds i wouldn't uh, think there would be enough space for 97 knife wounds well he found well, i guess he found them because um the doc said, "I read the I read the doc, watched the doc, then went to internet to confirm. It was like, yeah, ninety seven wins. I was like, damn, okay. Um, that was the first one. And um, the, then, the pubic hair. Yeah, yeah. That was his. Um, now the thing, what he was uh, to to this as well is that uh, this, this the Florence monster, monster Florence, mm-hmm. um." After he would shoot the male first, and then he would drag the female across the field, whatever, off the countryside, and then he would rape her, and then uh, do it. Then you know, shoot her in the head, and then do whatever after that. So that's what he, what he did for all his victims, basically. Okay. And that time, and then, then couple number two was found at the same circumstances, except now. He stuck up a grapevine, was stuck up her vagina. Huh. So he stuck gra- grapevine he found in the woods or whatever, in the, right, right up there. So that's, He's very focused on that. Okay. 
and then I can get worse from what he does from here with the women. It's, uh, it, it gets worse here. Um, I'm surprised but, to hear that, but okay, I'm listening. Oh yeah, but before you get to that, um, so they got a man. They arrested a man. Um, they arrested a peeping tom actually, but October sixth of eighty one. So like um, three months after this all happened, another couple uh, was targeted. So they did not have their man. So. So yeah. wait, how many have been killed since 1968? Those are the the two, the couple in the, the car. Um, I, I'm then... not sure. I'm not sure on that, but I know the, I'm not, I know that 16 people were killed in total. We're not sure what it was from 68 to 81. I'm not okay. Really sure. D- didn't really say it. Actually, didn't really say it though. Um, so then they find a bullet casings uh, traced back to the same weapon for all three murders mm-hmm. so from the 68 81 and yeah, two of them 81 then one from 68 so i'm guessing that's like six i guess so i guess that was six numbers i guess if you say count those three mm-hmm. it took, so it took like a 13 year when a 13 year hiatus from killing i guess um okay. yeah so, it's, so it sounds like um so then he's now known as il il mostra Mm-hmm. So monster basically, you know, Mostro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mostro first murder occurred in 74. I guess that one, and also had one in 74 as well, so 68 and 74. So I'm not, he's, he's been, I guess he's around. I guess I don't know. This, I'm not sure why the doc went back and forth. I'm not sure why they did this, but that's the doc, I guess. Um, so as I said earlier, um, he would kill a man first, then kill the female and drag her body across the field. Uh, that earlier. Um, so June 19th, 82, so the next year, mm-hmm. um, another couple was found, executed, but the male survived temporarily, but mm-hmm. later deceased on the way to the hospital, you know, um, that's how that went. So a potential witness um, did not make it to, you know, get the monster, unfortunately. He didn't get it. He didn't say anything before he expired. Like um, about- um, so got you know, him. Yeah, he was. He couldn't really talk. He was just pretty much out of it. I guess. Oh, I'm guessing he was like, like in a coma, or he in was out, out. Brain okay. dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, the ambulance driver who arrived got a call from the minister at home in the middle of the night and said, um, "He said, be careful." So he was given police protection. And the calls kept coming. So basically, someone claiming to be the monster of Florence is calling the ambulance driver who arrived on the scene for that the last murder. Is not threatening him um, for his life, basically. And uh-huh. he, he was talking. He was actually on the dock. They were talking about it. So he did survive um, on that one. So, but he he's fine. Um, a couple uh, other couple was shot down. The monster is on the loose. Um, an abandoned car was left in the woods, and they found the owner, Francesca Vinci, Vinci, B I N C I. They tried to build a case against him, but got the wrong man in prison once again. I've never uh, heard anything good about the. Italian justice system. To me, it's not looking great right now. It really isn't looking yeah. good at the moment. 
Um, it gets worse, actually, as we read on further. Okay. Um, another double murder um, was taking place, same circumstances, but this time the attack went wrong. Um, there were two males killed, but one had long curly hair, blonde hair. Uh-huh. Okay. Which the killer thought it was a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but when the killer discovered it was a, it wasn't female, he said not not to continue with the ritual because he only did that to the woman uh, with the stabbing and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Right. <sighs> okay, this is where it gets really graphic. So I, yeah, I just I just apologize here. Um, another mm. murder happens again. This time was a male and a female, but this time he cuts up her breast and cuts out the vagina. Okay. And it was not... Cuts it out. And was it not found? Did he take it with him? No, it was right on the crime scene, so... Oh, he just cut it out and left it there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this, is, this is a very demented individual, as you can already tell. Yeah. Yeah. He must have been really frustrated after the previous couple turned out to be a couple of dudes. Exactly. Exactly. Now we move on date you're 1985 summer september 85 and now we're in tuscany italy not too far from florence i don't think mm-hmm. um another double murder is executed and the monster sliced off her breasts and sent a piece of it to the police oh all right he's he's jack the rippering it now yes your thoughts on that tactic yeah uh well it's very, very Jack. Did he send a note? Um, no, just just, no, a, no. just a slice of her breast. Yeah. A slice of yeah, I, a little, yeah, slice, piece, well, piece of it, a piece of it, yeah. Hmm. That's well. I mean, I don't know. I guess I was expecting him to send the whole thing. Right. Well, it showed a picture of it on the. Uh, video of it actually on the documentary kind of interesting um yeah but um the case has now been sent off to the italy version of the fbi so now we have it took them long enough to get this took them long enough for them to get them involved um i guess because it moved to another a new location um or? no we're still in tuscany tuscany and uh or it started in, in uh, florence didn't it it's in Florence, yeah, Florence, and then Tuscany. Also, last one was in Tuscany, but in the no same area. What the, yeah, ge- geography of Italy is like. So, all right, it's pretty close. It's pretty close. Um, so the police have another guy in custody. They have another another guy in Pet. I'll call him Petro Pacchani. I'm not sure. Whatever Pacchani, what Pacini, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so he fits the profile to a T. Um, now. They find bullet, a bullet in his garden and was tested, and they were a perfect match. Mm. Now, here's where... <laughs> it's, Did you say his garden? In a, he has a little garden, yeah. Where he grows bullets? I guess. Mm. Bullet casings, yeah. Bullets, yeah. Um, that's fantastic stuff. Now... I'm questioning the Italian police right now. I'm just, that's just, uh, I don't know. Oh, maybe, maybe I'm being stereotypical. You're not. You're, you're, 
Yeah, you're not. It's coming up right here. Um, okay. So, the year is 1994 now. So, we're talking about uh, 30-something years after he started his first killings. About um, 20, yeah. Or 20, 25, yeah, so, something, 25, 26. Some, yeah, yeah, somewhere around that ballpark. Um, and he is found uh, guilty of all charges, life imprisonment, but... Is this where the story ends? Um, uh, hardly, hardly. Um, so he was 60 years old, chubby, and had emphysema. And he appeals and won his appeal. Um, so, yeah, so the appeal, so his appeal, his thing was overturned. He was a free man. Um, and the police find evidence that two of his friends helped him in the murders, confessed to police, and then one of them got life. The other got 26 years of prison of 26 years for cooperation. Mm. And then days and lastly here on this on this uh, story here, uh, days before Pacini retrial. He's found dead in his home and died of a bad heart. Huh. So that's the story pretty much of the... But wait, his two story. buddies went away? Yeah, he has two friends, uh, helped him with the murders. Um, so one got life and one got 26 years. Well, why, wait, why did he get let out if he got... Uh... Well, the first, well, because the friends didn't come forward until after his appeal was overturned. So he was out on a free man. Then the friends came out. The, the friends came forward to confess. Then they were going to bring him back to trial. But after, before that, he, he died in his home of a bad heart. So, so the, they didn't, the, the police didn't find the friends. They just came forward. Yeah. They came forward. Yeah. What, what the hell? I thought this was yeah. an unsolved case. Um, well, basically, they got two, they got two guys confessed to the murders. But the the the, the big pin king was uh, he was the ringleader. Yeah, the Petro guy was the main guy, and they never got a chance, chance to retry him because he was dead. So, so the so all these murders, there was three people involved, wasn't just one person. At least, yeah, at least three people. So, what yeah. did these two guys have to say? I mean, uh, what was uh, what was their game plan? Um, the doc wasn't really big. It was really short. They just said they came forward and confessed to the murder, helping him as an accessory to the murders. Uh, basically, um, not, nothing was really said about said about what their motives were at all. They said they helped him, you know, kill these couples. I guess. Wow. That's um, but lame. but yeah, my opinion is that since they were cutting out the vaginas out of their victims, kept cutting them. Stabbing the women really hard. I think this this guy was probably abused as abused as a child, or saw his his mom get abused as a as a child. So probably drug abuse, alcohol abuse, probably was also a factor in his life as well. I'm guessing um, on that. Wait, drugs or alcohol? Or well, because because this I want because like how he killed killed the woman in torture at, at post mortem. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that he had a bad life as a child. I think that's probably true. Yeah. The, the doc didn't, so the doc didn't say anything about his childhood. I mean, 
uh, not this one. No, it did not. But I, I, I would assume though that it, it had a, a part in why he's so angry at women. You know. Yeah. I. Oh, hold on. Hold okay. on. Dismissed. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, that would. That's certainly what all the knife wounds would would indicate to me. Yes. At least the family's got some uh, closure because two guys got in jail and not zero. So that's a good thing, I would say. I suppose. So these these guys are kind of like that guy's like Dean Coral and these guys are like, crap, the names escape me. The other two, they they don't seem to know shit. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Um, Let's see. I was just concerned. I was like, I was like confused why they just came forward all of a sudden, like out of the blue. You know. That's also confusing. Well, I, the families would not have gotten much closure from watching that documentary. I think. Right. I, I don't think. I don't think so. Um, so who was this? Pachin- this. This. What you said he was fat and had eczema. Yeah, it was sixty six years old. And he was chubby, emphysema, bad heart, bad heart. Chubby, oh, emph- emphysema. And Emphys- let's see. So he would have started when he was about 30. 30 something, yeah. And in 1968, that's the, he would have been born around 1940. Uh, huh. Well, that's uh, Italy. It, Italy was. I think he's the most. Is he the most famous serial killer from Italy? Uh, I don't know. Um, I would. I would. Wouldn't doubt it at all. Because monster forms is a pretty big deal. I can't. Yeah, I can't think of any others right now. Um, hmm. Hmm. Well, that was nice of those guys to come forward. I guess. Hope they're not <laughs> having too rough of a time of it in uh, Italian prison. But I'm guess are they? What were their sent? You said one guy got well, 26 years, and the other one got. Got life. life, which is probably yeah. like thirty-five years, probably, yeah. And and that was ninety-four too, so that's they're probably out by now. Huh? Yeah. Interesting. Yep. I was trying to remember, and I I I found it. I where I'd heard of because I'd never heard any uh, podcasts about Monster of Florence, or, right? But I knew I'd, I'd heard of I'd heard the name before, and it's from uh, Hannibal. Oh, and, uh, the uh, the book, the Thomas Harris book. Yeah. It's uh, there's spec or there's a I don't know. Do you ever see the TV show or the movie? Of uh, what? What is Hannibal? It? Hannibal. I only saw the the movie. I think Hannibal. You see, you saw Silence of the Lambs. Yes, I saw that one recently. Okay, and then in the movie, just called Hannibal. There's uh the part where he's in Italy. Oh, there's, okay. Uh, uh, detective is speculating that Hannibal Lecter is the monster of Florence. Oh wow! Okay, but uh, I, I think I, I did look please. up though. Mm-hmm. I, th- mm-hmm. I found an Italy Italian um, circular that might have topped the monster of Florence. Mm-hmm. Um, Donato Balancia, uh, Donato Walter, aka Walter Balancia, born sixteen fifty one, was an Italian serial killer who murdered. 17 people, nine women, eight men on the town Rivera, period of 1997, 1998. Hmm. So he got, he's up there, I guess, but um, it's, it's not good to have that. But 
let's move on to Jeffrey Epstein, and then we'll finish it off with uh, the most notorious serial killer in the world history. Which is not a good thing to either, but um, as well. But well, not well. He's not notorious at all. He's barely the most prolific. You mean? I mean, the most kills. I guess you'd have to say. Yeah. 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 yeah that's all right. Can't wait to hear about that because it's been a while. I can't remember the details all the at all. Details. But uh, yeah. right. So right, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, famous child yeah. child predator, runs a, his his own pedophile ring. Yeah. Uh, pretty pretty famous, I'm sure. Everyone yep. everyone already heard about this. In fact, it became it's almost comforting, but not quite. That the whole Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself became a meme. <laughs> yeah, actually, kind yeah. of uh, kind of remarkable. In that it's a it's a conspiracy theory that apparently is believed by most people mm-hmm. for good reason, just because it seems more plausible that he died by some conspiracy than that he actually killed himself. But all right, backing up here, <laughs> I remember back when I first heard of the uh, Illuminati and the who the who took was it Johnny Gosh the mm-hmm. documentary about the, the kid who uh, was kidnapped and put in a child sex slavery ring it's basically this whole idea of a, this dark kind of satanic cabal or group of, of ultra rich ultra powerful people that are just way above the law and yep. they they're thing is they just really like raping children uh-huh. that it always seems so kind of let's see comic book villainy uh-huh. yeah just kind of it's so so out there that it just seemed kind of unrealistic you know like lots of uh child abduction child rape child murder going on but not not organized like that it just seemed just because I figure if I was really rich and powerful, I could find better things to do. Right. And yes. it just is so perfectly satanic that I just thought yeah. it can't, that can't be a real thing. But yeah. like, like most of the most horrible things you hear about China, it turns out to be true. <laughs> yeah. And I, I if, let's see, we never talked about, I think, is it Mark, Mark Dutro uh, mm-hmm. over in Europe? He, he was this horrible child rapist, child killer, and mm. turns out he was also uh, probably connected to something, something like that. In oh crap, what country was it? Sweden, Finland, Scandinavia. Uh, anyway, over in Europe. Okay. He had something similar going on, and of course, <laughs> he, he went down for it. But the 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 upper echelon, the people that he was presumably working for, uh, they they didn't get touched. There's the, the, there's a whole story and the the documentary I watched, and hopefully it was accurate. But it was kind of kind of yeah. moving to me. There was a whole national movement when it was starting to come out. When this guy mm-hmm. was on trial when it seemed like there was a big cover up, right? And like uh, the the people people marched in the streets and like we won't tolerate this. I don't know. Hopefully the documentary is was accurate because I, I found it uh, very, very moving that I'm not someone who gets 
gets right. really I, into those kind of big big movements, the angry yeah. parades. Right. But anyway, so we got our own case here with Jeffrey Epstein, who's uh, knows knows Bill Clinton pretty well apparently, and knew <laughs> Donald Trump at some point. So he he knows he knows rich people and powerful right. people and uh, famous scientists, and he's got billions of dollars rolling in. No one really quite understands how it has to do with financing apparently and it's all left very vague and apparently he's into the sex with uh, children uh, yeah young young teenage girls apparently that's mm. about his age range and yeah. he's yeah he's connected he's so connected he's got his his own goddamn island which is i think that's the test i think if you're really like super rich. villain rich yeah right you got yeah. an island and he does yeah. in yeah. pedo island oh really and didn't know that okay oh yeah yeah well it's just that's just the logical nickname for it right yeah um yeah so he he gets got and it's very this part was strange to me and who knows if i have the details right maybe not but <laughs> i think this is this is what I read. The way he, he he's this guy with his own island and his his uh, his ring. He's connected with the the richest of the rich. Yeah. And the way he got caught was he was basically trolling a goddamn high school for girls to give him oh, naked wow. massages. Oh jeez. And I was thinking about this. This was I he. He got he, he got caught once and he basically he skated he pulled strings he knows of course he knows people high up uh, in the the justice system yeah and yeah. Uh, I think Alan Dershowitz was working for him oh geez so the first time he basically skated he got a sentence but it was yeah. the the mildest uh, basically a joke sentence right but I was just thinking back to that it's just so goddamn strange he's a billionaire and yet he's basically he's like he's just trying to get teenage girls to come from a high school to come give him a massage which turns into sex right and so he's trusting his freedom to these girls not blabbing to anyone about this that's Mm -hmm. it's just so insane yeah because eventually one did like it mentioned to her parents or her parents found out yeah they were not really comfortable with that parents went to the police and uh, one thing left to another, and he got his first, uh, his first con- conviction, Fiction? or maybe that was how he got got the second time. But anyway, okay. well, the second time looked like the book was really getting thrown at him. Like he looked like he was really screwed. And so, yeah. besides the fact that, you know, it's great that he's gonna go away and be punished in some way. Uh, the the exciting thing for me, and for many others, I think, is that this was pretty much the only time i can think of when someone who's really at the around the the top of this kind of you know uh gotta figure it's kind of like a pyramid yeah and usually you just uh it's the people around the bottom who get pulled into the the justice system and the people uh, higher up on the pyramid are untouchable right so this time it was a guy that around the top of the pyramid uh, who uh, the 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 police had him and they could get it and he could potentially uh name and presumably have evidence backing it up for these uh these other really high up people and that's mm-hmm. kind of speculated that that's how he was actually making his money it was that he had a blackmail operation which would yeah, make complete 
which would yeah. that just make so much sense? It's fucking got to be that. It had to be, yeah. Yeah, but none of that evidence has uh, surfaced, of course. You know, and of course, got to wonder why. Since if if uh-huh. it's out there, he wouldn't have destroyed it. Would it? Right. That would have been all of his leverage. Yep. And so the specu. Okay, so he's in jail in New York, and it's pretty much everyone assumes that this time he's really going away for good. And everyone, myself included, is like waiting to see if he's going to roll over on people because he would probably know. I mean, just the, the number of celebrities, I already said Clinton and Trump, and I think he hung out with Stephen Hawking's and, you yeah. know, this, this whole list. Oh, the, the one royal that uh, he's quite embarrassed his family oh, oh wow he's been very embarrassed his last year or so Jeez. uh yeah he kind of well he's not going to jail or anything but anyway so yeah it's just i really want to and not just them not just the famous people but all these ultra rich people who are, think they're above the law and above everything it'd be just great to see them all come crashing down everyone wants to see that this is a it's a pretty bipartisan thing Right, like it's apparently Democrats and Republicans can agree they're not keen on this mm-hmm. rich, super rich people molesting children. It's great we can get together on that. Yeah, that's common sense. Yeah. Well, you'd think so, but I don't know. Well, it, it seemed to be at the moment anyway. Right. So he's in jail in New York, and then what? The obvious thing happens is he turns up dead in his jail cell. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a uh, suicide because there's a rope around his neck and stuff, or right. not? It was it a rope? It was it, something's around re- his neck. I don't recall what you it. You know, was. it wasn't the proper rope. It would have been uh, torn up sheets, whatever. Yeah. Right. So there's a bit of an outcry, just because the 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 official verdict comes down as suicide, and even that is. Even the suicide verdict is initially sketchy because, for one thing, he he had apparently had a suicide attempt attempt earlier when he yeah. was uh, incarcerated, and that that's an interesting bit in and of itself because he had a. You got to figure this is their most valuable potential witness here. Yeah, uh, this is the the one guy that can finger all these other people. So this is someone they really want to keep an eye on and keep yeah. protected and keep safe and all that and the person and he had a uh cellmate with him and mm-hmm. you can find a picture of him online i can't remember what his name is yeah. but it's completely insane because this guy is a ex-cop who is yeah. a serial killer who is connected wow. to the apparently mexican drug cartels or a cartel oh my, oh my god and if you see a picture of him yeah. he's one of those guys whose body is so huge that it just seems basically inhuman it's like disproportionate it looks like a, a wow. rob liefeld super wow. superhero like, l- 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 let me separate there i need to call you back so we don't lose any more lose any audio okay that hour right now but i'll go right, right back okay bye all right Amber. We're back. Uh, so you're saying about the guy being uh, huge, disproportionate, and all that. Out of, uh, yeah, out of proportion. This, the kind you see on the Muscle magazine sometimes. And apparently, 
Epstein was saying, someone was saying that this guy was trying to kill Epstein. And that, that story makes little sense because if this guy wanted to kill Epstein, then Epstein would be dead. It would take him like two seconds. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> like he could literally rip Jeffrey Epstein's head off of his shoulders. Because uh, mm. Epstein is this kind of this kind of frail looking, getting old dude. Yep. So that's that's whatever. Who even knows what happened to that guy? But Epstein, he's on. He gets gets on suicide watch. And I don't know exactly how suicide watch works, but it yeah, seem to because well, I don't know. If, I don't know if they have enough manpower to just watch these people twenty four hours a day. But apparently. When you're on suicide watch, you get checked in on every hour. Oh, okay. I mean, that's not, you know, you could kill yourself in that window. I'm, right. I'm sure it doesn't take a whole hour. I don't know what the rationale is there. But so he's, he shows up dead in his cell and he's supposed to be on suicide watch and all that conspiracy mumbo jumbo. Right. But the thing that bothered me the most was just, the excuses that were made, it just seemed yeah. so contemptuous of the public. Yeah. It is like the people making the excuses were like just doing because like, all right, well, they're, they're not even throwing us a bone. Right. Just the whole thing is like, oh, yeah, there were new guards and uh, they were asleep and uh, the cameras, uh, they didn't work. And uh, that's convenient. Yeah, all this stuff, and it's like, yeah. try a little harder. Is yeah, and basically the the message that I felt like we were getting was just how much contempt these people had. Just like mm-hmm. look, peasants, we're it's beneath us to even have to address you, so we're doing it briefly. We've right. given you the official story. Just accept it because this is what all you get. Yeah, and I did see the picture. I just looked at it um, of that of the cellmate, and he he looks like he's at the gym all the time. Guy's ripped. Yeah, I don't see how yeah. he could. He, I don't know if he got like that after he became a former. I don't know how he could fit into any kind of police uniform. It's right. He probably got an interesting story himself. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like he must. But Jeffrey Epstein's story is is over now, and I was trying to think. What's the the worst case scenario? Like the most degrading for for the for all of us? The most the most terrible. I think the worst thing would be if actually Jeffrey Nepstein did commit suicide. Yeah, like they say, and actually it's just everything was just so inept and stupid that it just happened. Yeah, allowed to do that. But I think Occam's Razor says. Probably not. Just the fact that the in the initial uh, quote unquote suicide attempt, the tapes for that were also lost or taped over. Yeah, yeah. That just came out uh, fairly recently, and that's uh, it's just oh come on, this is I just, this I barely just... even a cover up. It could even call it a cover up. It was like yeah, we we got rid yeah. of the tapes because they were evidence, but yeah, and apparently. Temper- yeah. The warden is uh, then reassigned the the oh, convenient. Yeah, I think they're prosecuting two of two of the guards. Okay, they're, they're, they're in some kind of trouble. 
Okay. Because they didn't see anything. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know one way or another if it was a suicide attempt or if it was a murder attempt, but either way, um, I think that when you have a guy in there and for basically raping children, um, I think guys in jail um, don't take kindly, kindly to that. Um, yeah, he's a billionaire uh, sort of celebrity, so he would be a yeah. prime target under any circumstances, especially and if yeah. there's other uh, millionaires out there who would be happy to pay a lot of money to make uh, a loose end go away, then yeah. And part two of that is if it was a suicide, um, why would you have the tapes go away if it was just, just a suicide? Yeah, that's um, a, a good question because then that's, uh, if, yeah, if, if they had a, if there was video of him uh, putting that thing around his neck and uh, and doing it, and apparently he was very good at suicide because it's yeah. just a straight up neck snap, no no strangulation yeah. or anything. Right. Uh, yeah, and of course they brought in another uh, investigator, or let's see what a coroner. Thank you to, to check out the body. He said it seemed more likely that it was. Uh, a murder so they, they dispute yeah. each other and so that's will be unresolved forever i'm sure uh, yeah yeah i mean um i usually i would n- normally side with the medical examiner who does this for a living mm-hmm. well they're both who, medical who, examiners oh were they both, both yeah. the same oh so that different takes on it yeah gotcha yeah. okay and the one who the one who thought it looked like not a suicide was hired by the family of epstein so that's oh that's oh, never well, gonna be go. Well, there you yeah. Go okay. Well, that makes sense then. I would say the most unbiased Emmy that was did it. I think uh, was probably accurate in his assumption or her or her assumption um, in what happened. You know. What? Well, which one do you think? Well, I don't know if the person who did the initial uh, initial take was unbiased. I'm just saying the one that wasn't Epstein's. Lackey, I think that's the one you want to side with. Is the one well, that just because that yeah. that person could have been someone else's lackey, though. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true too. I guess. Yeah, that's true. You never know, but you know, I watch a lot of, a lot of these these law shows, Law, law and Order SVU, and all these other medical shows. So I I, I see a lot of that stuff actually. But um, yeah, Epstein Epstein's case is very interesting, to say the least. Oh, um, he had a he had his own Cindy Hindi. Uh, his oh. uh, partner, uh, I can't remember her name. Okay. There's the, the only person, the the criminal associate of his that uh, you know was was deep in not just a, a customer, but was actually his partner in partner in crime. She has uh, skedaddled to parts unknown. Oh, in the wind, and, huh? Yeah, uh, okay. no one, no one really knows where she is, but she is not in jail and. So she's probably enjoying that. Probably on an island somewhere. Some other island, yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm real curious how, since he's dead and all, like I don't know, yeah. does family inherit all of his stuff? Well, I'd Presumably, assume it will somewhere. Mail material, then it would be. Yeah. Uh, who knows? It it's a complex story, you know. It's probably um, not going. Or Bill Barr says. 
uh he, he said some kind of statement like uh well it's this investigation is far from over blah 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 well it, yeah it's, it's over. probably over it's over it, it it's over and done with but it's pretty much clear as soon as they started as, as soon as they said yeah he's dead like well no matter no matter how it happened the, they a bunch of people just got away with it yeah exactly well um we're gonna move out to uh columbia which uh is a hotbed of crime you know you got el chapo you know um you got this guy i mean it was a this same time frame, yeah um pablo escobar um oh right aka el chapo i think is also his name um i'm not sure maybe different people i think i think he's a mexican cartel guy yeah i i watched uh the first two seasons of of uh, gotta look it up now uh-huh. of, of, narcos. Of, narco, of narcos um which is great um on netflix now usually i won't read it, the screen but i found an option on netflix where you can have audio um like description of the, what they're saying mm-hmm. so you don't have to have like to read the whole time which is actually why i watched it made it yeah much, oh yeah much, Chapo's mexican drug lord yep uh, yeah so yeah anyways that's columbia's uh hotbed there um but um so we got luis i don't know how to say it but gravito or gravito mm-hmm. gravito um also known as the bestia the beast in the colombian or whatever it is um now to preface the story um he posed as a priest to lure his victims in to his scheme and all that. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah. So, so like who would not go with a priest, obviously, you know, lots of people. I mean, kids, I mean, kids, back lots of kids, <laughs> lots of well, kids are trusting, but uh, this guy is not gonna, you're a regular priest, you know, he's worse. I hope not. Yeah, he, yeah, he's 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 not good. Um, but look, as I said, location is Colombia, South America. Um, there were random children missing um, around the streets, uh, but but to Colombia that wasn't a huge deal um, because you don't see a lot of homeless adults. You see a lot of homeless kids on the streets. That's just kind of odd, actually. If you think about that. Because um, usually you mm. see like a family, but no, you just see a lot of kids on a lot of kids on the streets that are almost, but not a lot of adults that are on the streets. Um, now, this kid, Ivan, remember this name, Ivan, mm-hmm. for later on in, the po- in this uh, podcast here. Uh, so Ivan went out to sell to sell lottery tickets for his family, mm-hmm. um, but he never made it back. Um, his family had a prosecutor at work on the case, which is in which they have been investigating for six months of 13 dead children in shallow graves ac- across Colombia. Mm. So, it, yeah, so or already have 13. That's just the start of it. Um, the death toll climbed up to 70 to 70. Um, locations expanding to Ecuador, including including thirteen states around Ecuador and Colombia. So, mm. um, so it's a large area now. Now, in 1998, fourteen 
children were found in the same grave, all cut up. So they're all chopped up, basically. Yeah. I felt like that's the most amazing thing about this guy is like, you didn't, the bodies were found in mass graves, not just yeah. a body or two right. bodies. No, it's like 13, here's 14. This pile of bodies, yeah. there's that pile of bodies. Yeah, I just pawn them up. And basically, um, it's kind of a sad thing. Sad. Uh, now, traces of wax were found at a crime scene. Uh, police first thought it was done by drug dealers or by a, a satanic cult. Um, what are your thoughts on that, first of all? The, the um, wax? There was wax found. I'm not sure what. I'm not sure why they would think it was a drug dealers or a cult. Just by wax. Wow, they're really reaching there. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, what would I associate wax with? Candles. Well, yeah, basically. Uh, a drug, like 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 a like a drug. I don't I don't know. Some drug from a candle, a wick. I, I, I have no idea. Yeah, it seems like they're really reaching. Now the cult thing might be closer to closer than um, a drug dealer, but but um, we'll move on here. Um, so detectives found adult shoes, glasses, underwear, uh, money. Uh, he leaves these objects at the crime scene, uh, which only means he's running from something. So. Mm-hmm. That that's what they were saying on the on the uh, documentary I watched. Um, so he's on the run from somewhere. Now, mm-hmm. invest investigators uh, go undercover on the streets of Colombia, which I might add is not safe to do uh, um, at this time. So we'll see what happens here. Um, now, with all the evidence left at the crime scene. The lab determined looking for a man with a with a limp around five two, oddly shaped ears, age forty to forty five. Oh 45. my god. I seen a picture of, of the, the young Garavito. Yeah. Those ears. I guess he he grew into them slightly, but <laughs> my god. Yeah. Yeah. Oddly shaped ears, age forty to forty five or 55 to 55 to 60 so um a little range there and then how they uh, get all this stuff was there was there an eyewitness of some kind from just from the evidence the crime scene it's like the stuff that i told that i said earlier the glasses the lamp um the shoes he he had okay i guess maybe they could figure out the limp but how would they know about the ears um they i left this out there that there was a, a scientist or a, a guy that did a little a test with technology he had at the time that determined all this stuff. I left that out, but mm, there's, a guy, there's a guy that did from the FBI, whatever, whatever it was, but he did all this. Um, and also, they also said they can, he consumed the same brand of liquor as well because they also left that at the scene as well, too. So the same uh, liquor he, he used at each crime scene. Hmm. Um, now, oh, yeah, you should say, well, what are they... Uh... Uh, what's he what's he there's all these dead bodies what's he doing to them as far as i know um one thing i've, I've heard so far is like is just chopping them up hmm. uh, 
from what I from the doctor didn't really go into detail what happened to the bodies. Basically, they say they found bodies. That's all all they said basically huh. on the docu- on the documentary. Now this is where it gets a little interesting. So investigators pared down four thousand names down to twenty five with the process of elimination. Um, now there there was a kid who was spotted by sex workers, we'll not call them other thing, um, with a man not from the area. The child was killed, the man was detained, questioned by police, and released by a lack of evidence. His name was, you guessed it, Luis Garabito, who is who was on who who was on their list of suspects actually um so now he's back out on the streets again and uh, they, the they po- knew the kid was dead but they couldn't connect him to it yeah pretty besides much besides that these uh sex workers saw them together yep yep that's what they said uh absolutely um now the police were zeroing in on pedro pachuga Mm-hmm. who fit the description and the little boy told them he tried to rape him and had their man or did they um, mm-hmm. now while in custody four more children were killed so mm-hmm. uh, I guess that wasn't the right man you know he, apparently he's killing at uh, an astonishing rate here yes he is yeah and um, Gravito left something at the crime scene, which got them to his sister's uh, house. Um, he left a hoodie, and she had a box of items, gave to the police, and had a journal in which had all the killings in detail. And then found more documents, including a wire transfer to, to a woman. They tracked her down. And they found more documents, including lottery tickets, which, hmm. if you recall, was brought up earlier. Mm-hmm. And they found razors, lubricants, all found at the crime scenes as well hmm. um, in the box. So this is definitely t- 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 turning towards Luis as the uh, guy they're looking for. Um so now, on April 22nd of 99, uh, a boy escaped from attempted rape. Did you say and... 99? Yep, 99. Okay. Yep, not too long ago, I guess. Not too far. Yeah. Um, a boy escaped from attempted rape and, and, the ki- and kill him and the kill. Um, and that a boy was... I, the, the boy was I, the same kid, the same kid I told you earlier about the blood ticket, blood tickets mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah, that, that's the kid who escaped. Hmm. Um, and so, um, where oh, here it is. He's he, uh, a homeless man saves his life, and Gravito vanished in hmm. the dark. So Ivan was in the police in a police car, dr- dr- driving to the station for you know to give a statement, all that. He spots his attacker. Um, they arrest the man. He claims to be. Bonifacio Marrero La Scala, mm. who was not on the authorities' radar. <laughs> mm. um, but uh, 
he looked familiar. He looked similar to Luis, and his signature was different from five for different um, uh, each time when he uh, was detained. He said signed some documents, and they were all different. And so they found out that it was, in fact, Luis Garavito. And so was he wearing his priest disguise. You know that wasn't um, mm. disclosed, but I would assume so. I'd assume huh. he, he was. Um, but uh, some family uh, background: his dad was an alcoholic and abusive. Sure. Both, both to his wife and to him. So, uh, basically, this is probably why he's uh, a mad, a madman. You know, and all that. Um, eh, I think that describes lots of kids' upbringings. I know, but sometimes he just, I don't know, just, uh, just doesn't know. help. Doesn't help. Doesn't help matters at all. Doesn't help matters. Now, I, my, my my dad was kind of the same way, but uh, I did not turn out to be a uh, killer of any sort. Yeah, or at least not <laughs> of over 100 people. Or zero. I had zero kills all right. on, my, on my record. Uh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. That aren't confirmed. Uh, no, no, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Uh, zero. Uh, now, D, now the DNA matched uh, Gravito's from his jail cell to the liquor bottles. Um, so now we have that as well. And he at first denied that none of evidence was his. Hmm. And it's just kind of common. Just deny, deny, deny. Um, and he swore he was a good man with tears in his eyes. He said, this was a gray bear, gray bear, man. He got the wrong guy, even though the evidence was very overwhelming, overwhelming, um, him, you know, and then after 18 hours of questioning, Gravito cried out to stop and confessed and that he was possessed by a spirit. Mm-hmm. So now we're like, okay, let's put it. Now we're saying I was possessed, you know, blah blah, blah and all this stuff. Which is kind of an interesting theory to say. Um, now, Gravito led authorities to more than to more bodies. They uncovered 140 in total, but Gravito claims he had killed 300. Uh, for a chance. For a chance at a latter sen- sentence, he made a video, which which they played on the documentary, hmm. of a, of an apology to the families and victims. Also, police granted him protection of ex- of execution by fellow inmates, as well. Which I get. <laughs> well, can they really guarantee that? No, I mean they they can say, but you know, they just can't guarantee. You know, like Epstein, you know, kind of kind of thing, I guess, but. Um, Gravito was sentenced to, well, this is where it gets interesting here. Okay. Um, so he was sentenced to 1,853 years and nine days in prison. To be served concurrently. To be served concurrently. However, um, the lengthiest, uh, prison since in Colombian history, however, however, Colombian low law limits imprisonment to 40 years and because Gravito helped police find his victims' bodies his sentence was further reduced to 22 years and Gravito is currently serving his sentence in a maximum security facility in Valladolid 
uh, blah, 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 in Colombia. Um, and then he held us, then he is held separately from all other prisoners because it is feared that. Oh, they actually, okay. That he would be killed immediately. He is scheduled, uh, scheduled to be released in 2021. Huh. 2020. Oh, next year. Is is he? Are they actually planning to release him? I have more, I'm more on this. I'm more on this actually. Okay. Um. Yeah. So then after that, uh, let's see. 2021. Okay. Um. However, Colombian law says that those who have committed crimes against children are not eligible to receive any benefits with, i.e., justice, and are required to spend at least 60 years of their sentence in prison. Um, Gravito case, this would mean that the national maximum is 40 years limit, and especially the reduction of, to 22 years for helping find victims, what? bodies, bodies uh-huh. both considered benefits, would not be applicable, and the number of years he will spend could be as high as 80 years. So, huh. basically okay. not getting out, is what it sounds like. I don't understand why they have a maximum sentence or uh, it's cool. it's of 40 years. Col- Look in Colombia. It's South America. I mean, they're it's weird what what they do, you know. Yeah, I I suppose so. Isn't Colombia where uh what's his, uh the monster of the Andes? Isn't that where he got his sentence? Uh it's very Peru, brief I, sentence. I, I think it was like, Peru. I think it's Peru, yeah. Okay. But, very similar though yeah very similar i'm i mean your thoughts on this whole saga that went you know how this whole thing unfolded there i think the way he killed people was uh or kids was extremely gruesome oh I, i bet it was yeah wow um that's my main thought yeah yeah i mean and those yeah. ears my god yeah that's probably i think i feel like you gotta get some some kind of complexes looking like that like even more than drunk daddy maybe like a wrestling team or maybe a, like a fight club or something i don't know i don't know maybe they're just sure. they're so big and sticking out yeah they're pretty big ears um so hopefully he does not get out of jail at all because um, he deserves life in prison at least at the minimum. I would, well, I guess I wouldn't be let him out someday. But would, would be. Yeah, I mean, it's Columbia, so that, nothing surprises me at this point. All um, right, well, um, we had some good, good stories, not good stories, but we had stories to tell. Um, in closing, any final thoughts before we get head off the air here? Uh, well, my faith in the American justice system—I would put it at like if I had to <laughs> give it a letter grade, it probably yeah. would have been like a, a D, yeah. D minus. Yeah. Uh, at the beginning of last year, like, and now it, it's definitely an F. It's it's failed. Yeah, it's failed utterly for sure. So, I don't know if I can persist. <laughs> I mean, I think Batman would actually have to come and save me for to, to turn me around on this, and he's okay. not real, not an actual person. No, just but a comic book you, character. So, 
But if he was real, what which um, Batman would you want to have? Keaton, Affleck. Which one did you want us to come kind of save the day? Uh, well, do I only get to choose from movie Batman? Yeah, pretty much. That, 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 that's all I know, basically. <laughs> so, all right. If uh, well, let's see. I my preference would be uh, Dark Knight Returns, Frank Miller Batman. But I okay. guess uh, from the movie Batman, uh-huh. uh huh. Christian Bale or maybe Keaton. Okay, okay. I like that. I like that. All right. Well, um, we had a good uh, hour and a half or so of true crime, and we'll talk to you in about three months or so for another edition of the uh, of the murder podcast all right all right hope you have a good hope you have have a good night there thank you uh you too and uh, thanks to anchor for fixing their shit oh you have no idea um how happy i am it's uh it's it's fantastic no makes a big difference audio is clear you're not the calls aren't dropping it's uh it's great. Well, thanks. Come on, have a good night. We'll talk to you next time. All right, you too. Bye. All right, see ya.